0: Hi. Hi Welcome Welcome to the Stay
1: of Homekins It's Stay
0: of Homekins This is a podcast featuring us My name is Paul F. Tompkins
1: My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins She is an actress He is a comedian We are
0: a married couple living in Los Angeles and Together is- <laughs> We are not estranged <laughs> We maintain a shared residence
1: We're married and we live in the <clears throat> same house In our- Los Angeles This is our after dinner podcast yeah, we do our date night. We do it like once a month right now. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe we'll ramp it back up. Maybe we'll keep it. Things
0: aren't getting better.
1: I noticed that.
0: Here's what I like. Yeah? I like that the the virus <laughs> seems to be figuring stuff out at all times
2: mm-hmm.
0: and getting people sick and re-sick, and yet we're not bringing back any preventative
1: measures. Yeah, I noticed that too. I don't like Isn't that. that funny? Yeah. 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 Anyway, happy birthday to my dad. He turned 82 this happy week. Happy <laughs>
0: birthday, Papa Haddad. Sam Haddad.
1: Happy birthday. Shout out to Dad. That's right. Um, do you think he had
0: a good birthday. I don't know. What does he like to do? What's his favorite ice? He cream? loves
1: to do pick. He loves to play pickleball.
0: He does love to play pickleball.
1: Pickleball is like
0: his life. <laughs> <laughs> Pickleball is life.
1: Pickleball is life. Now,
0: you know, he got he got hurt. He and his wife both had pickleball-related injuries.
1: Pickle, well, you know, when you friend of when ours, you go hard. Th-
0: you either go hard or you go home. That's and then, right. Then you go hard, then you have to go home. <laughs> uh, and then a friend of ours who shall remain nameless, who's considerably younger than your dad, also got a pickleball-related injury.
1: We don't get pickleball-related injuries because we've never played pickleball. <laughs> it's
0: true. It hasn't come for but us. But we
1: should try it, I guess. I don't know.
0: Everybody says how fun it is.
1: It's so hard to like where do you start? Like where do you go? What do you do? We don't even have the right shoes. I don't know.
0: I know. Where is there a pickleball court in LA?
1: I've got my weekend water. That's the best I can do right now. Honey,
0: I hear you and I understand. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. See? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the last time we talked with our lovely, lovely Previously listeners, we've done a lot, like a lot has happened. We went, we went to Vegas.
0: That's right. We went to Las Vegas,
1: Nevada. I was on election profit makers. You had your variety show. It's
0: true. A lot of things happened. I mean, That's very true. We I, went to the Hollywood Bowl
2: and we our, saw Martin
1: Short oh my God, and Steve Martin. That was so fun. We went to Scott and Coolop to the Hollywood Bowl on July fourth. We saw the fireworks.
0: Our friend Scott and Coolop treated us, I'm mm-hmm. assuming, because we did not offer to pay them. <laughs> um, treated us to We
1: took care of the we took care of the food and Bev, yes, bevs.
0: Which I'm sure that money was the same. <laughs> um, they, Who knows? They, they had great seats at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh ball, my gosh! We, and so awesome. It was a it was a ball. It was so much.
1: The thinner. weather was like perfection. Mm-hmm. Martin Short and Steve Martin are like so fucking funny. They were hilarious in their seventies. Yeah. And like, it the was music awesome. Was great. I felt like that was really that was like a a bucket list thing. I didn't know was a bucket list thing. Yes. Don't you think? Absolutely. I had the same.
0: I had the feeling. Right before it like started, like it was
1: special, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah I didn't I I know it was going
0: to be special. But right before it started, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm actually going to see these guys who are like heroes." Yes, I'm going to see them live. Yes, and I got, I got like even more excited.
1: But I didn't know what the show was going to be. Like I knew that they were appearing at the Hollywood Bowl. Yes, but I didn't know what the act was.
0: I had an idea because they they had a Netflix special. Okay. Um and, uh they but they really didn't repeat. Anything that I remember from the Netflix special, and they've been doing this for for a while. Yeah, and it was um, it was really funny. Like when they were doing, anytime they were doing the comedy stuff, the two of them together, like it was joke after joke after joke it, after joke, and every joke dense hit,
1: dense j- JP, every joke was what funny. we call JPM. joke per minute Jokes per minute. Yes. Dense JPM.
0: Dense JPM.
1: Dense JPM. Unassailable
0: JPM. <laughs> And Steve Martin plays with his uh, with his band, the Steep Canyon Rangers. Although oh, maybe they're their own band and they play with him.
1: Yeah, That's I don't know. Anyway, the whole thing was great. Yeah, it, it
0: was. And I, the, Phil, I, the the L. A. Um, Philharmonic. Uh, Philhar-
1: the Philharmonic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, It's the, the Philharmonic. They don't just play at Walt Disney Concert Hall. They're allowed to play other venues.
1: Well, Hollywood Bowl is all, is like their summer home. That's like the that's the whole thing.
0: And they wear their their white dinner jackets.
1: (laughs) Anyway, cuckoo's out early. Oh my god, cuckoo. Man, I don't know how to live anymore.
0: Okay, that was an abrupt change of subject.
1: Well, it's just like how's everyone doing out there? Like it's it's like a rough time.
0: It's weird and it's exhausting.
1: I'm like, do we have long COVID or are we just alive in 2022?
0: Yes. Are we, we, just, COVID in are we just beaten down by the world, our, our our corner of the world, the United States of America?
1: The whole world, though, is not doing well. They yeah, just killed true, that Japanese. The, I live here. Oh, they just <laughs> assassinated that Japanese.
0: Yeah, that um, was strange. Prime min- out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. He was
0: apparently not the greatest guy, though.
1: I don't know about that. I feel like he was like. I read some stuff. He was like a mixed bag. Mm. Listen, I don't pretend to know anything about foreign policy. Sure. But, you know, if somebody, like, tried to kill Obama, that'd be fucking fuck y'all. If anybody did that. (laughs) Like, just fuck y'all. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I know what you're saying.
1: But weird. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just a weird time. Yeah,
0: there's bad stuff happening all over the place, and it's just uh, the it's,
1: world. The world is embracing authoritarianism. Did you know that the whole fucking world? I mean,
0: it feels that way for the whole sure.
1: free world or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, Hungary, whatever. Like I don't think it's good. I don't. What I here's what I don't get about fascism. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, a lot of it makes sense to me. Here's <laughs> what I don't get about. It.
1: Like you would think like they would have to have like charismatic messengers. Yes. But they don't. I thought it was like when mm-hmm. like growing up and learning about history and stuff, mm-hmm. in my mind it was like, oh, these must have been like charismatic messengers yeah. of this and so people bought in. Yeah. That's not even proving to be remotely the case.
0: Here's the thing, though, because it, of course, and we've we've talked about this before, w- that it it shares <laughs> DNA with uh, cults. So right. And cults, they always say, like, he was so he was so chasmatic. charismatic. You couldn't take your eyes off him. And then you see the guy they're talking about. and He's like some dork, some little dork. And with, with that's like, true. Or so like,
1: like like Charles Manson looks like a gross, scrubby weirdo.
0: He he looks as crazy as the shit he
1: eye in. He has crazy eyes. Yes.
0: Um but like to me a a charismatic speaker let's say is somebody like a charismatic figure who can inspire cult-like behavior somebody like um like Tony Robbins or something right? Because okay. he's telling you he's got a smile on his face and he's telling you I'm going to fix this it's going to be he great and here's all you positive. need to do. Like it's yeah. positive. Yeah. Although then apparently he's not he's also a monster. <laughs> but um the 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 people that that are inspiring like violence and shit, yeah, are
1: always these these fucking losers, assholes, total these asshole assholes, losers. They're just like assholes.
0: Like Hitler was apparently this uh, this rousing speaker, That's and what then they you, said, you look but... at him like who would listen to this fucking he looks weirdo?
1: Sweaty and he
0: looks sweaty as shit.
1: And fucking angry, Hitler! You're
0: busted.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing about so it's funny you bring up cults because I don't know. if... I think we maybe brought it up on the last one, but like I don't think we got deep into it. But like I watched that series, and then I made you watch it, and then I made yeah. everyone I know watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, docu series, The Deep End, on Hulu about this spiritual teacher. <laughs> Wait, you laughing because I made everyone watch it?
0: No, I'm laughing because she's a spiritual teacher.
1: She's a spiritual teacher slash influencer. Because like her whole spiritual teachings like grew from internet culture. Like YouTube video. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she has like influencer uh kind of like uh savvy. Mm-hmm. You know? It's called yeah. the Deep End. Her name is Teal Swan. I did okay. So I didn't know anything about it. And
0: I, I thought it was a sequel to Black Swan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't know anything about her or anything. I thought my yeah. friend Catherine told me to watch it. And then I asked her and I was like, aren't you the one that told me to watch Deep End? And she was like, no. I haven't <laughs> seen it. And I was like, what? Somebody told me to watch it.
0: Was it Teal Swan?
1: I don't know. Did but she
0: influence you to watch it?
1: You were gone. like You were like in Portland with Mark Evan Jackson doing those shows. I go off on my little walkabouts. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to watch this. And um, the whole thing about it is like is she a cult leader or is she, you know, like that whole thing. And that was the one time where I was like, I can see she is nothing like the gross cult leader people because Mm -hmm. she's like really attractive and she has nice skin and she's tall and like um, kind of ethereal. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I could see how you could be drawn to her. Yeah. Because she has this sort of energy and aura about her that is, like, appealing. And I I found myself, like, I was, like, you know, when I was a kid, I was, like, really obsessed with Crystal Gale. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had every Crystal Gale album uh-huh. and stuff. And she has, like, long, dark brown hair like Crystal Gale mm-hmm. and, like, piercing you know i and i was like yeah. i could fi- i felt myself being like oh she's like so like mesmerizing really you didn't tell but, me this but then like as the story unfolded i was like oh my god like some she's not great well what's what's <laughs> amazing i, am- I don't want to like spoil the series no, yeah but but, like-
0: but it's not it's not a um a flattering portrayal of her and you can tell that she gave the the documentary crew all kinds of access
1: unfettered
0: yeah 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 and she just comes across as like a really horrible person
1: yeah but and then you and then like I went on so I got like kind of into the docu series and then I went on this like crazy rabbit hole deep dive this is what you do. <laughs> yeah like well I'd never heard of her mm-hmm. and I was like what like she has like millions of followers yeah. like I, I I was just like This whole thing exists that you don't know about. It's like that when January 6th happened, I didn't even have the TV on. Like I was like doing something else Mm -hmm. and people started texting me like they just evacuated Mike Pence. And I'm like, why? (laughs) For what? (laughs) Like I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I had no awareness of this million person movement to like, murder the vice president you know what i'm saying like i just yeah. didn't know like i'm You're living saying my you life you know it
0: like as the day was going on you weren't watching this and you didn't know
1: I turned it was. on once i started getting the text messages because i was like what yeah. i did, but i had like no clue that like january 6th was like this uh, special whatever mm-hmm. the same way i didn't know til swan ex- like there's just like yeah. things that are out there that are existing in this strong way that mm-hmm. you may not, because you're living your life and you're just like trying to get work and yeah. show business and stay afloat and pay your bills and like have a relationship with your parents and blah, blah, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, but, and, but there's this whole like internet side of the world mm-hmm. that is existing in crazy, like fervor Yeah, that I had no idea about. It's too much internet. It's, it's like. You have to just I don't know, you have to be very careful, I guess, anyway, so I went to this crazy rabbit hole, and then, like I learned all about her and sort of like where she kind of comes from, in terms of like <sighs> there was like this whole satanic panic period in like the eighties or nineties oh, yeah. or something, I yeah, that. and um, like she was kind of like part of it mm-hmm. and got uh. Was, how old is she? Well, as a child, she was like therapized by this woman right. who apparently like implanted. Oh, I
0: forgot about her fucked up childhood. Like
1: false memories in into people and yeah. stuff. And like had her license revoked, but then got mm. it back. I don't know. Like there's just like a whole like crazy, like spiritual shit that goes on that's you're,
0: weird. You're younger than me. So. <laughs> Not by much. But... How much do you remember of the satanic panic?
1: I mean, okay, so like, um, when I was like a teenager mm-hmm. growing up on Sullivan's Island, mm-hmm. there was, I remember at my Taekwondo class, <laughs> there was like this, there were these like people in my class that seemed kind of satanic y. And there were rumors that they were like sacrificing people in the fort on Sullivan's Island. People who <laughs> oh, are like familiar with like Sullivan's Island would understand like, there's sacri- wow. And I, I like went down in there and like looked around and there was like graffiti and this and yeah. that, yeah. you know. But um, you
0: find skeletons.
1: No, I mean, it <laughs> no wasn't – the Satanic Panic thing was more like – it felt like a kid's thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like the parent – like my parents were like, yeah, whatever. Do well, you know do, what I'm saying?
0: Well, not your parents, of course. <laughs> but do you remember a movie – there was a TV movie called Mazes and Monsters. Mm-mm. And it starred uh, Chris Makepeace – um Who? from Meatballs and My Bodyguard.
1: I don't know this actor.
0: Uh he was a great child actor. And I think he's behind the camera now. Okay. Um, and a young Tom Hanks. What? This was like one of his How first post bosom buddies. When you
1: things. say yeah, but like an adult. He wasn't because Tom Hanks wasn't like a child actor, was he?
0: No, he was not a child. Um they were, I think they were playing people in their 20s. Okay. And it was based on a <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. It was a Dungeons and Dragons type game, right? Uh-huh. But there was a, uh, a cultish or black magic or whatever element to it that made Tom Hanks go crazy. <laughs> and then he thought he was in the game.
1: Was it like...
0: This is all from memory, by the way. Was I it supposed remember.
1: to be like a cautionary tale? Yes, it
0: was. Because they thought... <laughs> they were looking at things like Dungeons and Dragons because it had magic in it. And the way that people looked at Harry Potter and were like, that's black magic or whatever.
1: Oh, people did that with Harry Potter?
0: Yeah, evangelicals. Won't let – like their kids can't <laughs> – like read Harry Potter books because it's it's satanic, it's black magic, and
1: their book isn't just as magical.
0: Well, I mean, now this is the the this is the hilarious conundrum.
1: <laughs> your feet are on me. I know they're not on you. You pushed your legs on. You, my I feet. moved my
0: legs away. And now they're getting my, on me.
1: No, I always put my feet on that. Chair. I know you do. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll move them around. <laughs> <laughs> by the way we co-tweeted earlier and uh yeah, now you're getting fuck now you're getting the real inside story the co-tweet was a lie this is behind the curtain the co-
0: the co-tweet which the co was hi this is weird lol
1: <laughs> i wrote that i composed yeah. it yeah well i opened my twitter and it was like would you like to co-tweet with someone and i was like what is this so i clicked on it and i was like okay i'll just invite paul to this tweet
0: (laughs) i don't know where that started i noticed it on instagram (laughs) lately that you can collaborate with someone collab you can do a collab hey
1: check out my collab with paul on twitter
0: but the (laughs) tweeting thing is so weird
1: i mean in a way i was kind of like oh we could tweet like oh we're about to record a stay of homekins Mm -hmm. but then i was like we also have a stay of homekins twitter feed Mm -hmm. that people follow so i don't know do they follow it
0: for updates do you think because there aren't any?
1: I update it every time we put a new show, I update it. I stand correct. And then I read our mentions and sometimes I retweet when people uh engage about the show. Okay.
2: All
1: right. Oh my god, I do so much work. <laughs> Poor Cinderella. I do so much like unacknowledged work in the <laughs> creative space. <laughs> anyway, I'm finding it hard to be creative just personally. I I'm I'm working on it. i
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm working on it.
0: I'm feeling that way too, where I want to be creative and it's very difficult. Like I think of things that I want to write or I want to perform and I think about them all day long. But actually sitting down to start the work of it is very, it's very hard to make myself do it.
1: This is what's so funny about the whole thing is because like in terms of creative process, Mm -hmm. there is definitely a stage where thinking about things is part of the creative process. Of course. Like that's just like part of it. Of course. But sometimes it's hard to know if you're just like thinking about the create, like you're Mm -hmm. thinking about it or you're procrastinating because you're too like worn down to generate the idea or like bring the idea to fruition. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: I know exactly what you mean. And let me tell you something. In terms of being worn down, (laughs) I'm a straight up nub right now. (laughs)
1: You're a nub.
0: I'm just a nub. You're
1: just a nub. Yeah.
0: Oh. It's sad, isn't it? That I became a nub.
1: Don't be a nub. I don't
0: want to be a nub.
1: Oh, how do you get out of the, how do you get out of nub?
0: I don't know. I'm trying. I'm feeling like a little bit better I don't know. Talking to people helps. I gotta go back to. Oh
1: my god! Sorry. Talk about satanic panic. (laughs) Paul was just possessed by
0: a demon. (laughs) A yawn demon.
1: A yawn demon. Yawn demon. (laughs) Yawn
0: demon. I gotta go back to therapy.
1: Yeah, we talked about this. I'm surprised you're talking about it.
0: I'm not ashamed.
1: No, I know you're not ashamed, but like we've talked about this before, but this feels yes. like real suddenly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm ready.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to pretend I'm a therapist for five seconds?
0: <laughs> on on mic?
1: Yeah, why not? Okay, sure. Hi, Paul. How Hi. are you?
0: Uh, you know, I'm not too good lately. I've been a little depressed
1: and... Feeling like a nub.
0: Oh, my god! Can I double your fee?
1: Sure. Did you have my Venmo? Here, scan it. Oh, let, let, open your phone. Open your phone. Let's see it's kind of low rent to me. <laughs> no, it's the modern. It's just modern. I
0: know it's modern, but
1: mm, do you, or know. do you have, what, Do you have a crypto wallet?
0: Ew, <laughs> I'm out of here.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, nub. Don't
0: call me nub. Come back.
1: My name is Paul. You're not done being a nub until we fix this. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> should I be? Should what if I, it's like that? What I don't do think. I, do? I don't think it's gonna be like that. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be like that. It's not gonna be like that.
0: Finding a therapist is hard. I I I think I'm gonna first talk to my old therapist. See if I can get back with her. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Reunited listen. and yeah, it feels What if I sang so that during my session?
0: But maybe she does telehealth now.
1: Everyone does telehealth. The of the new because she's this so far is the away. The dawning of the age, age of, of coronavirus. <laughs> we went. We went two different ways,
0: but we're still together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so no, she has to do telehealth. That's my my therapist never stopped. I still see my therapist right. on telehealth. Right, right. To this well, I, day, I
0: stopped seeing my therapist before.
1: A pandemic. Everyone
0: had to do it.
1: No, I, I, yeah. I, I, I understand that, but I'm certain that. Do that- you? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, this is like, uh, who knew that like after the pandemic, which by the way, it's not over because there's still yeah. like a virus yeah, and yeah. another virus, monkeypox. Mm. Not into that one.
0: I don't like the sound of it.
1: How come there's not like a virus? that's like, oh my God, like your skin's going to be like super awesome after it.
0: You know what I'm saying? I do, but I think seldom do we get viruses that have benefits? Why? I don't know. Like whatever a virus needs to do <laughs> in our bodies.
1: Yeah. Can't
0: one of those things be positive for us?
1: That's what I'm saying. I think we talked about this like early days. Because I, really? I feel like I've wondered it before. Like for real. Like I don't understand if they mutate, why don't they mutate? Like, well, here's what I better. guess this is the answer. right? Do you know?
0: Is that, anything that's unpleasant is a warning to us that something bad is going on Mm -hmm. and things that are pleasant are a sign that something good is happening and you can't mix them up. So if you had like flawless skin and it was like, oh, you're about to enter liver failure. (laughs) (laughs) Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't go to the doctor because you're like, I look great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Like, your body is, like, trying to survive. Yes. So it's like, we're going to develop these pussy sores that fall off. Ew. That's monkeypox. I'm yeah. not making that shit up. Well, I'm not
0: worried because I had monkeypox as a kid.
1: <laughs> you did not. It's a smallpox <laughs> thing. And no one I had, had... smallpox as a kid, too. <laughs> no, smallpox, I thought they eradicated.
0: Yes, they did, honey. I'm... Honey. You know I joke around. I, I like just
1: don't want to spread funny misinformation. Funny. Okay, okay, but I just don't want to spread but misinformation. But,
0: but you know I like to have fun. I'm,
1: I know you're a comedian. I like
0: to fool around. I get talk, it. Just josh with everybody.
1: I get it. I
0: just like to be
2: silly.
1: <laughs> I get it, but I just am like with the virus shit, it goes too far.
0: But what wouldn't it be funny though if if misinformation people could take a joke from this? If they were like, oh, I heard kids are getting.
1: <laughs> I heard kids are what. I heard
0: smallpox is back, and kids are getting it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if if misinformation spreads from this, I I I'll never leave my bed ever.
0: I mean, it would be fun. We get into Wikipedia.
1: I don't want to be in Wikipedia. <laughs> is that weird?
0: I've never thought about it, but I guess not. You might uh, be in there
1: already. I don't think so. I don't want any I don't want to be in Wikipedia. Should we look? I don't need to be in Wikipedia. Do you know what I'm saying? No one needs to be in Wikipedia. I know my own history and my own personal truth.
0: Citations not needed.
1: (laughs) Yet there is some like aging issues I'm having. But okay, here's the deal. If I died tomorrow, Mm -hmm. who needs the Wikipedia page of me? Like what's the point? Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, histor- future historians. Well, of what
1: I didn't fucking do shit. I just lived my life. I you just... don't
0: think if you look if our misinformation leads people to lose their minds <laughs> and storm the World Health Organization? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if I t- if I tell people, look, you're very special. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the World Health Organization and fight. For your freedom. Fight like hell. <laughs>
1: Fight like hell. I love you. You're special. You're very
0: special. I love you. I love you. Go to the WHO.
1: Guys, Kick we're quoting Trump. Because this is like, um, here's- Oh my God,
0: you're right. We are.
1: You knew that, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't tell what's going on anymore. It's very hot. <laughs> hot in here.
0: It is hot. It is hot in here.
1: <laughs> it's July.
0: We've taken off all our clothes.
1: I'm getting hot. Does Nellie have a Wikipedia? Yeah, of course Nellie has a Wikipedia. Here's the deal. You think I, you mentions the Band-Aid? Yeah, wore the Band-Aid. All I really care about is January 6th consequences. Mm-hmm. That's all I can think When's about. When's the next hearing? Tuesday.
0: Tuesday. It's
1: a good day for Then primetime on Thursday. Tuesday. Ooh. So Tuesday is 7 a.m. I'll I'll set my alarm obviously mm-hmm. so I can watch. Um and then Thursday's is primetime. Supposedly like the final one was going to be primetime like the wrap up. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Thursday's the wrap up, mm-hmm. but I I'm also kind of thinking just based on How they're operating? Yeah, that they're kind of like we'll have another one if we need to, Mm -hmm. like an October surprise Mm or whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, and you can listen to my episode of Election Profit Makers, but like I got into the market. This bad market that I need to get out of. Oh,
0: no, honey. Are you going to ruin us?
1: <laughs> yeah, I put money on, like, he'll be charged before <laughs> September 1st. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to be charged before September 1st. It's right around the corner. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. However, here's what I'm. my plan is. <laughs> okay. So, like, on PredictIt.org, which is the election profit makers podcast thing where you predict the markets or whatever that yes. I got into. Yes. Um, On Thursday during the primetime hearing, the sh- the shares will increase. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to j- bail on Thursday right. night because then I can, like, uh break even.
0: So this is a classic buy low, sell high.
1: Buy, yes, correct. Yes, classic buy low, sell high. I, I didn't buy low enough in the first place, but then when it gets high on Thursday night, I mm. can... I can jump out.
0: Oh, so this is a buy high, sell high.
1: It's a buy high, sell break even.
0: So like nothing ever happened. Yes. That's fine.
1: Yes. Because on the, la- like, la- the uh, last week's mm. hearing, they- I was like only $2 deficit. Yeah. So I could have like jumped out and only lost $2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think primetime hearing, it'll be like at least break even. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Predicted if you're not familiar with it, you can bet on political outcomes, but it used to be, I think I remember those guys saying, David and John, who host the election profit makers podcast, that it's not as um, wild as it used to be. Like it used to be, you could bet on certain words being in the state of the union address and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think it's quite that.
1: They tighten the belt. Yeah. They tighten the belt.
0: Yeah. Well, they tighten the ship a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, I got in because I was, like, so convinced. And then I started, like, because I'm so deep. Like, I'm listening to all these, like, legal scholars and, like, reading this and that and, like, Lawrence Tribe and this and that. and, And, like, and I was, like, oh, this is, like, a lot more complicated than Twitter made it out to be. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> because like, like I follow, or is I this the see, first time that's happened? Yeah. I just like follow and like see people on Twitter that are like, he's guilty, charge him. And I'm like, yeah, I think that too. And then when I like actually people who actually went to school for this stuff or worked in the government or, yeah. or study the constitution, I'm like, Oh, the people that I follow on Twitter saying this stuff are dumb. <laughs> I, they're like stupid. I don't think I'm supposed to use that word anymore because it can be ableist. Oh, these people are stupid. stupid.
2: Oh,
0: oh, I see.
1: They're dumb. Are they stupid? Sorry. Like because like they're just like oh, <laughs> this is how they sound. This is and I don't know how I have all these people in my feed, and I wish I could just like unfollow all my feed and start from scratch and mm-hmm. have like a f- totally new fresh feed. Mm-hmm. But I followed too many people over like. 15 years or whatever, and yeah. so it would take me, like, out, like, so long to do that, mm-hmm. but I want to do it one day. <laughs> but, like, they're like, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, oh. Uh, this character. but Merrick Garland ain't doing nothing. He's just sitting there not doing nothing. I can't believe it. This is just bullshit. He ain't doing nothing. And I'm like, dude, how do you fucking know? Like, no. Like, (laughs) you know? Uh, And, like, part of me is, like, a little, like, falling for it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. (sighs) He's not doing anything. Like, I'm, like, (laughs) falling for it. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. There's, like, so much energy, like, gearing up Mm -hmm. toward all of this stuff. Yeah. That it's literally like, if he's doing nothing, that would be like fucking crazy.
0: Well, and also anything crazy legal, there's not a lot of broadcasting of what you're
2: doing.
1: Okay, so that's the other thing is like, so I guess like last week, so Cassidy Hutchinson, she testified and she was like, um, yeah, like he, like Trump was like saying, like, Oh yeah, the guy at the sniper in the tree, leave him there and let all the <laughs> yeah. go- people with the yeah, guns yeah. in. And they're like, we can't let people with guns around you. You're like a fucking president. And he's like, oh yeah, but they're not here to hurt me. So, mm. you know, fuck all y'all. They're not here to hurt me or whatever. Mm. And, and, um, and, <laughs> and then I guess like the DOJ was like, we we're totally shocked. Like we had no idea. Like there's Cassidy Hestons in person said this or that. And then there are like some people that, Actually, worked at the DAG, DOJ, and they're like, there is actually sometimes they're not saying this is the case or not that mm-hmm. they're like sometimes like there is a strategy of like looking really stupid. Uh huh. That's not what they say. But they're not saying like
0: yeah, they're not saying
1: like oh, the strategy is to look really stupid. Yeah. But they're saying like their strategy is like to give nothing away, like in yeah. like to give. Not just not give nothing away, to give the illusion Mm -hmm. that they wouldn't dare. Right. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because then you're not like, because like Mark Meadows is sitting there burning documents. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like burning, like they want them to think that they can get away with it because Mm -hmm. it, they're, you know, and then, and then once they're done with the sort of covert stuff, then they start with the overt. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Yeah. I don't know. I just don't believe that they're that it's that they're doing nothing. Like, I believe I believe that they see what's going on.
0: I don't think that they're doing nothing. I think that the hearings are, are proof that they're they're building. You know, they're trying to build a case here. Sure. But that's separate from be... DOJ. That's separate. OK, I see what you're saying.
1: But I'm they're, I...
0: they're completely separate.
1: Yeah, they are. Hmm. So basically the hearings are like this one thing, which is this public thing yeah. about government mm-hmm. and DOJ is separate from all of it because it's like the law of the land. Right. So like if I'm running the department of justice, like I'm setting the tone of what law and order is in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. And right now we're in a bit kind of like a bad point in history Mm -hmm. because we have a lot of this like domestic terror stuff and like mass shootings Mm -hmm. and there's all of this like legislation where it's sort of like allowing all this stuff to flourish kind of a thing. And so if I'm like the head of DOJ, like I'm going to like their whole thing is the law of the land, but, but the like Congress is about, um like uh um guardrails like mm-hmm. legislation so they're so like they want to come out of this like setting guardrails for democracy mm-hmm. but they they can't do anything they can do nothing like legally right that's not like however like DOJ asked for everything that they yeah. had and they're like watching it
0: yeah, I would imagine I mean if there's evidence <laughs> it, then they can yeah. they they can act.
1: They can act. Yeah. Yes. And technically the 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 committee could refer um a criminal charge. Mm-hmm. They could say like it is our recommendation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if they if they like assess what the guardrails on democracy are mm-hmm. and it leads to like charging the ex-president mm-hmm. for doing this. Mm-hmm then they can do that. They Mm -hmm. can say that. Right. But not everyone on the committee is like minded. You see?
0: Oh, I do see.
1: Because some people on the committee are like more conservative, Mm -hmm. you know? I, but I also like, they also all know and have seen everything. And so Mm -hmm. they know what happened. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a really wild thing that we're witnessing. We're witnessing a very wild yeah, thing. For sure.
0: For sure. And it's not going to end well.
1: I don't think it can end well because somebody committed a crime on us.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's. I mean, that's not what I mean.
1: Oh, like either way, it's like half the people are going to be upset. Like yes. a, a lot of people are going to be yeah, upset. There's going to
0: be bad stuff happening.
1: But that's like anything right now. Yeah. Because the country exactly. is so divided.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I think the best way to keep the country like to, to to unify the country is like kind of like go back to more basics. Like right now they're letting all this religion stuff into the law, like with the abortion and the prayer and everything. I think But they can't let that in. That's not that's too, bad news. We're
0: too far gone now. We're too far gone. I let's take a break because I don't want to get really down
1: people liked when you got really fired up and lost i know but i'm not this is
0: not gonna be me being fired up this is gonna be me being very pessimistic and uh beaten down
1: (laughs) i'm
0: back to being a nub
1: (laughs) let's unnub look we're gonna
0: take a break (laughs) read some ads surely that will unnub me all right,
1: Listen, well, it's all going to be okay because we have each other. That's true, honey. I love you. I love you. We'll be right back. Feels. You're truly outrageous. You're too truly outrageous. Feels is a better way to feel better. What is feels? Well, it's premium CBD. It'll keep your head clear and help you feel your best. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce... All that stuff we were just talking about. Anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Navigating the world of CBD can be complicated unless you're using feels. Because feels makes the process simple so you can start feeling better sooner. So if you're new to CBD, feels, F-E-A-L-S, feels, like for reals, only feels, like for reals, F-E-A-L-S, offers a free CBD hotline. To help guide you through the discovery process. I like hotlines because like also like if you're feeling a little lonely or chatty, like you can use a good hotline. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you know CBD is right for you, you can get a hassle-free membership program guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It's that simple. It's shipped direct to your doorstep in only a few days. Feels, F-E-A-L-S, is the new natural healthy way to feel better. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels feels naturally helps you reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. So you place a few drops of feels under your tongue. It's like a tincture and it comes in this really cute and beautiful packaging, like a beautiful peach little bottle that looks like a perfume, um, like, design or something like that but it's not perfume it's feels cbd you place a few drops under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes if you're new to cbd feels offers a free cbd hotline to help guide your personal experience feels works naturally to help you feel better there's no hangover or addiction you can join the feels community you get feels delivered to your door every month you save money every time so i personally have used feels and i've loved the way it has calmed me down During this crazy time we're living in? So please become a member and get 50% off your first order with our special promo code Homekins. Go to feels.com, use promo code Homekins and get 50% off. That's feels.com, promo code Homekins, F-E-A-L-S.com. Thank you, Feels. We love you. Feels. Listen, we just talked about therapy. Yeah. We both do therapy. Yeah. Well, I do therapy. You've done therapy. You're gonna do therapy.
0: Yes, it's very helpful.
1: So let us get to our next sponsor called Better Help. We are obviously in a very overwhelming time. Clearly. It a lot of people feel burned out. Symptoms, I'm one of them <laughs> are lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more
0: seems familiar
1: so my personal experience with burnout, like I think I was saying earlier on the podcast is I'm having trouble getting in touch with my creative side because I don't have space in or the bandwidth to um deal with all of this modern time all this information that comes at us all of the time i don't think we i don't think we were meant to know everything bad that was happening in every corner of the world (laughs) 24 7 but here we are we're living in this time and it's very difficult to balance uh and navigate living in the modern time but also getting in touch with just yourself and your own personal world or village Mm -hmm. shall you say so, um BetterHelp online therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Stay of Homekins listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash homekins. That's betterhelp.com slash homekins homekins so please take care of yourselves take care of yourself prioritize your mental health and you know sometimes it's okay to tune out everything bad that's going on in the world so you can have good things going on in your own world thank you better help green chef le chef failed
0: right i don't know green chef we are proud to have you as a sponsor For everyone else, what is Green Chef? Let me tell you. I'll stop talking to Green Chef and start talking about it, them. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company that makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Green Chef now offers more variety and flexibility than ever before with double the choices. That's twice as many. Now you can choose from all 24 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different preferences. For example, enjoy vegan one day, keto the next. Do members of your household eat differently? This is me asking you. Now you can order meals to suit every lifestyle in your household. Vegan, vegetarian, keto, and paleo. Mediterranean, fast and fit. Gluten-free all in one dang box. Forgive my language. Exciting and delicious meals support a healthy lifestyle, and Green Chef keeps mealtime interesting without sacrificing tech taste. (laughs) I almost said text. They they do sacrifice text. (laughs) Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe so you can enjoy restaurant-quality dishes at home without compromising flavor. We have had Green Chef meals delivered to our home. We love them. The Southwest chicken pasta was delicious, but you could get steak and butternut squash salad. You could get green beef falafel with tahini, salmon with fattouche salad. These are exciting sounding things. What? The lamb meatballs were delicious. See? Do you see the variety? With seasonal produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients you can trust, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. With Green Chef, you can expect elevated fare of a consistent top-notch quality featuring premium ingredients and sustainably sourced produce. Did I say sustainable? Yes, I did. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit and the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. They offset 100% of their carbon footprint as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. With Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by at least 25%. Versus grocery shopping. I, I am calling you to action. <laughs> Go to greenshef.com slash homekins135. Well, don't shake over the, the code. Go to greenshef.com slash homekins135 and use code homekins135 to get $135 off across five boxes plus free shipping on your first box. GreenChef.com slash Homekins135. Use the code Homkins135 to get $135 off across five boxes, plus free shipping on your first box. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well.
2: <laughs> We're
0: talking about what have been what has been going on lately? Because we've gotten to do some fun things lately. I got to do Miracle Workers again. I don't know if we had if I had done that by the the last time we talked.
1: Yeah, I can't. You know, this once a month thing, part of me wishes we did it. We were back on the old schedule.
0: Really? Every week.
1: But I understand that's not doable in our new form of living. In fact, I saw our friend Casey yesterday. Our yes, friend so Casey we had a
0: lovely uh time with Casey. Casey
1: co-hosts um What's Busy's podcast? Uh, Busy, Busy Phillips is doing, is doing her, her best. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a co-host of that podcast, Friends of the Pod. <laughs> Safe to say. <laughs> Friends of Life, Friends of the Pod. If you're our friend in life, you're a friend of our podcast. <laughs> you hate it. <laughs> but we were on their podcast before and stuff. So yes. um, anyway, so I saw Casey and and she was like, why are you guys doing once a month again? And I was like, and I was like trying to explain it. And I was like, it sounds weird when you try to explain it in a way.
0: Well, try to explain it to me.
1: Because I was like, is this really true? (laughs) Well, that one, like we don't have, we're not home every Friday night anymore. Yes. Yes which is when we record number two that you like now that you're back on your freedom schedule and like neighborhood listen and all your other little guest podcasts that you say yes to that that, like sometimes you don't have like, like it's too, it's oversaturation of the market. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: It's and it's, and it's exhausting,
1: but also like freedom is a conversation podcast and our, podcast is a conversation podcast. Yeah. So like you can't always keep track of everything you say. And like you did repeat a story on it, but then everyone who listens to Freedom and Steve Homkins were like, yeah, Paul didn't tell the story twice. The story was told twice, but it didn't matter. I liked that it was different on each one. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of leeway that uh, fans give us, <laughs> which is very kind <laughs> and and sweet and everything. But like, you know, it was sort of like – and then at what point are we like cannibalizing our lives yeah. for content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Well, I was Which talking I already like- cannibalized my life online, but like not that much yeah, of really. Of course we
0: do, to a certain to a to certain degree, extent. yeah. Well, I was talking to my my friend, I had lunch with my friend Mon yesterday. We yes. were co stars on Bajillion Dollar Properties.
1: And she's on the Resident Alien show. Yes. She's a very talented um comedic actress. Absolutely. Yeah. She's yes. terrific. And yes. we haven't
0: seen each other in a while. And it was nice. We got all caught up and everything. But she was saying, you know, because I was talking about stand-up and mm-hmm. I'm trying to like put yeah. material together again. Yes. And, you know, part of it is doing stand-up is that you need to live life so you can have experiences. Right. So you can talk about
1: Definitely that. Definitely that. You
0: know, to provoke thought and then that that's where you create material. Yes. And – you know, like there, there is – with something like this, because it's conversation, it's not like – it's not crafted. Right. So we can talk about our day. We can talk about whatever happened. Yeah. Um, but we also need to do things to talk about, you know.
1: Which – and we do within a month, but it's hard yeah. to remember everything – that's what I'm saying. the The frequency yes. of it was able. We were able to kind of be fresher with like. What it's did we talk about? It's easier at then? the
0: end of a week to say, "Here's yes. what happened this week." Yes. Than at, at the beginning of a month to say, "Here's what happened last month."
1: Exactly. Um, but also, here's
0: the thing: with all the other podcasts that I do, and yeah. and all the and live shows and stuff like that, I there is part of me that would love to do this show every week.
1: But really? That, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, because
0: I I like doing it. Yeah, it's fun to
1: do it. It's when you
0: know it's a it's a uh an obligation, it makes it harder to always be in the mood for it.
1: Right, right, right. Because right, right, it's just right. the
0: two of us and we spend a lot of time together. And it's like, what are we gonna talk about?
1: And we're this is like our date night or yeah. whatever. And yeah, it yeah. feels
0: different than if I go to record with Scott and Lauren, that's like, that's my friends, that's my opportunity to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I when I might not otherwise see them that often. I get that. And also we're being funny. Yes. We're not just being ourselves.
1: No, I know. You guys do like little bits and yes. stuff.
0: And there's three of there's three of us, so it makes it easier to keep the conversation going. Whereas it it can feel like work to be on a mic with one other person no matter who that person is and to keep a conversation going keep it interesting blah blah blah
1: Right like we don't take callers <laughs> 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 Although that would be amazing That would be the only thing I would like like I would transition <laughs> from this podcast to a weekly radio show where we took callers
0: Like live calls or call Well
1: yeah like Dan Abrams you know I listen to Dan Abrams all the time and he takes callers Oh my
0: god we'd have to set up like a special
1: phone We had to have a producer who fields the calls.
0: But what number are they calling?
1: Like, I'm saying if we got like a serious show. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like, I'm not saying a podcast version. I'm saying like if we had like a live radio show, Lever. I would do that. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. A little freewheeling, you know.
0: You're not afraid we'd get baba buoyed all the time?
1: <laughs> I don't know what that means, but no.
0: You don't know it. What... You have an idea what it means, right?
1: <laughs> no. It doesn't sound familiar is to you? Is it a Howard Stern thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. I mean, I did. I'm not like a Howard Stern person, but like I do like live radio in terms of the immediacy of it. Mm-hmm. There's something I like about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, so just like back to our podcast and like how often we're doing it. Mm-hmm. I we, Remember how we did, we titrated and we did like twice a month? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't remember that. Did we do that?
1: Yeah, we did twice a month and then we did, uh, went down to once a month. Right, right. I almost like that. I thought the twice a month was a little better. The once a month feels like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. our listeners are still hanging in with us which right. is very nice and we appreciate it i guess but so twice I, a month was a little bit yeah better maybe I,
0: the thing is like i want if we do it i want to be in the mood to do it when we're doing it as opposed to oh man we have to do this and that's easier with monthly
1: maybe you know what i mean yeah
0: because then it makes me it makes me fonder for it absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder
1: the thing about the the thing, like, about the whole podcasting thing, too, is, like, when Casey asked me that, like, I felt very, like, um, there was, like, a I had, like, a personality crisis because I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, well, the podcast was born out of the pandemic, our yeah. podcast, Day of Homekins. Yeah. And I've never been, even though I had, like, a silly little podcast before, like, with my friend Aaron, it's not even up anymore. It was just, like, for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, And I've been struggling with this anyway, like this personality crisis stuff, because I've never... Like, for you, you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. And for you, like, you're like, I'm Paul F. Tompkins, and this is me, and this is my point of view. Mm-hmm. And my point of view is valuable because I'm Paul F. Tompkins, and I'm a comedian, <laughs> and I'm staking a claim in being a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I, like, in a way, like, I've been like... Like, I never aspired to that. To be a
0: personality in that way. To
1: never be a personality in that way. Like, everything, and this is what I was telling you the other day, because I was talking about burnout, which is funny Mm -hmm. that we're talking about this because it was part of our conversation before, Mm -hmm. but like everything, somehow I have found myself in this place as a creative person where I have Spread myself thin in a way that was never my intention to do. Yeah. Because everything I've ever done, like my whole passion and my whole goal as an actor, has always been. From day one, like even like after theater school, like after I moved from New York to here and I was honest with myself, was I always just wanted to be on a television series. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. My goal was I wanted to be on a television series. I love television. I wanted to audition for television and I wanted to be part of like the television machine as a artist and storyteller. And I never wanted to be a star and I never wanted to be like a name. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be like a journeyman actor that worked in television, yeah. period. Yeah. And I had so many obstacles to that that I started branching out in service of that goal. Mm -hmm. Like the only reason I auditioned for commercials is so I could pay my bills so I could get out of table waiting. Mm -hmm. The only reason I then like got voiceover opportunity or agent is so I could add like, like more opportunity so I could pay my bills and get out of table waiting and possibly get an agent so I could audition for television series. And it took me so long to even get any representation for that. And then it like, they were like the game has changed. You have to start writing. You have Mm -hmm. to start generating this, you know? And then I trained as a theater actor. So I did theater also, Mm -hmm. like I just did all these other things. And then, and then the podcasting thing came along For whatever reason. And now it's like, well, now I'm like a writer, a podcaster, a voiceover. Like, all I've ever wanted to do is be on a series and I can never get the thing that I wanted. And podcasting, even though I love it and I love listening to podcasts and I love that we have this. Mm -hmm. You know, I love it. yeah. But I don't aspire to be like Joe Rogan. Do you know what I'm saying? do
0: I. Yeah, I (laughs) know exactly what you're saying. But do you know what I'm saying? Of course I do. Of course I do. Yeah.
1: So, like, I feel so, like, conflicted all the time about it. Mm -hmm. And, like, I never meant to put myself out there in this way. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, daunting, even when we first started, because, like, we did open the lines. We were like, here's our Gmail, here's this, here's this. And I was, like, doing all the producing on it. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, people with podcasts, like, they think they can say anything they want to you yeah it's like weird but like i don't know i mean i don't know i don't i guess this is all this conversation is all about like how often do we do this what are we doing you know like it is a different thing that we're doing it once a month because we titrated down to this we did it twice a month and then we went down to once a month yeah and it's part of like why i'm tired
2: you're
0: you're tired because
1: because there's so many things
0: yeah there are there are so many things. And but it's I mean, hard
1: to remember and like you were saying like we could talk about things that we did in the interim. And I did work on a TV I did get to work on a TV show. Yeah. That was the whole thing that you wanted me to bring up. But like I I did bring it up because I was talking to Casey about it and it made me
0: Right. Well, it's Ooh. not no, it's not that I wanted you to bring it up. It's that is I said is this something we can talk about.
1: I think we can talk I think we're allowed to talk about it. <laughs> I do think we're allowed to talk about it because no one told me not to. Right. Yeah.
0: Do you want me to broach the subject?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was very fortunate in all my hundreds of audition tapes (laughs) that went into the void. Yes. I got, I booked, I booked a a character on uh, on an episode of the new, which I didn't even know was happening. Mm Mm-hmm until like I got the audition that they are doing a new Night Court. Yeah. Which is kind of exciting mm-hmm. cuz that show is is like iconic. Mm-hmm. You know. And so I got to work on Night Court last week and it was out- and by the way, one of the stand-ins, Sean, who I met, he was like I just want to let you know my wife and I listen to this day of. Homecoming. And I was like <laughs> I was like what? I was so like <laughs> Hilariously, st- he was so kind, by That's the way. Very sweet. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Cause the whole experience was weird because, you know, COVID, like you're in masks, you're isolated, this, that, yeah. and the other, and, you know, whatever. But yeah, like I got to work, you know, it was kind of like a dream job for one week. Mm hmm. When I say one week, I mean three days out of the week. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this was your first time acting on a multicam, right?
1: Yes, and the, yeah. uh, the last time I had probably been on a multicam set was when I was background on Friends, mm-hmm. the last two seasons yeah. <laughs> of Friends. And you know what's so funny is like I did that job on Friends, and in my mind I was like, "This is the best training ever. I don't need to pay for classes because I'm watching these ma- like these actors at that." at the top of their game mm-hmm. you know and yeah. they were at the top of their game on the final two seasons of friends mm-hmm. which i didn't watch that show by yeah. the way but like i think those actors are very skilled yeah. comedic actors yeah. you know and um and then i'll but then like that was like what like in 2002 mm-hmm. and this is 2020 that's 20 years ago
2: mm-hmm.
1: And so in and COVID has happened. Not only that, it was twenty years ago, and COVID has happened. And so it was a completely different experience of being on like a sound stage. And it was at Warner Brothers, the exact same place where they shot Friends. In fact, on one of my lunch breaks, I walked around and I walked by Stage Twenty Four where they shot Friends, and Mm -hmm. I walked like by the Starbucks Mm -hmm. and like the comments and like in front of the Starbucks where they like. All the trees were like 20 years bigger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow. And they'd
1: really built up like part of Warner Brothers in the 20 year interim mm-hmm. with like wild sets. Like I walked like on a part of Warner Brothers that used to, I think it used to look like Desperate Housewives or something. And now it looks like DC and like, fa- like, wow. like pillars and stuff. like I, I had a really wild, weird like experience. Oh my God. It's double cuckoo. Hi, cuckoo. I didn't tell you about this because just like, you know, mm-hmm. I was just like trying to navigate like not fucking up my, my part, <laughs> you know, cause they kept changing the scripts and yes. like the jokes. And I was like, Oh my God, like, did I fuck this up? Mm-hmm. Like, did I fuck this joke up? Is that why it's changed? Mm-hmm. And it, but that's not really why, but no,
0: it's, and, and, you know, and I was it's the process. That, cause I had done multicam, uh, a lot, and you know, it just that's just the nature of it. It changes throughout the week. They hear the jokes, um, they don't like them, they or they tinker. gotta tighten things, yeah, you know, and yeah, so it changes a lot.
1: This, by the way, this was like a dream set because mm-hmm. everyone was so nice, mm-hmm. they were so lovely. Melissa Rausch is starring in this. You know, Melissa Rausch because you worked with Melissa on Best Week Ever, Best week ever back, back in the, in the day. day. And you had her on your variety show, and I think I was in the same sketch. Yes, because Melissa and I were talking. We we're like, wait, were we in the sketch? We mm-hmm. were like, we got to be in the sketch, like because it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. By the way, she Melissa Rush. First of all, is adorable. Number one, <laughs> number two, fucking hilarious. Like yeah. amazing comedic instincts. She's terrific. Number three might be like the nicest, sweetest human being that. Mm-hmm. Like, the most, like, down-to-earth, like, like a normal... She, I mean, this is someone who probably... Like, she... Because, like, after Best Week Ever, didn't she go on to have, like, a lot of success on that um, Bang Theory?
0: Yeah, Big Bang Theory, yeah. Yeah. She's her current character on that. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was, like, a hugely popular show that, like, went on for, like, a long time. Yeah. And, you know, and I don't know. Like, she's just... She's a very down-to-earth person mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like somebody that... Went through an experience yeah. that could have like made her snooty or something. Do she you know what I'm saying? Very,
0: yeah, absolutely. She made a um a very funny movie called The Bronze, uh-huh. which is about a um an Olympic gymnast who, uh you know, comes in third in the Olympics uh-huh. and what her life is like after that. Yes. and it features, I think, the funniest sex scene that I've ever seen.
1: I don't think I've seen this film because I would love to see that. Yeah. Is she in the sex scene?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the lead in it. It's okay. a it's a it's a really funny movie. She does a she's hilarious in no, it. No, she's
1: amazing. Yeah,
0: but there's some really there's some really imaginative fun things in it.
1: She was a dream, and like I got to meet John Larroquette, and that was because my scene was. I don't. I don't want to talk about it because I'm not. Don't know what I'm allowed to talk about. Like, right. but I. I want to talk about the show only because I want people to know that it's coming out, mm. that they did this re reboot of it or re reigniting of it mm. or or whatever. Yeah you know, because it is it's like, it's kind of
0: like a sequel series. Like, yeah. Cause John Larrick is playing the same character, same character that yes. he played on the original night court. And Melissa plays,
1: I think she uh, plays Harry the,
0: Anderson's daughter.
1: I think so. Yes. yes. Like that she's connected to the original. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I was just like, I couldn't, I didn't even know this was happening, you know, mm-hmm. like it's going to be on NBC. I think it's debuting in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it does really well. I thought Mm -hmm. the, I thought the writing was really funny. I really did. I thought the, I thought the episode I got to do was really funny. And I was Mm -hmm. asking other crew about it and they were like, oh, some of the episodes are like so fucking funny, Mm -hmm. you know? That's great to hear. And I was like, wow, mate, is this like the revival of, Kind of like nostalgia, because we've had nostalgia in streamer stuff, right? Like, oh yeah, Stranger Things is like a nostalgia. I don't watch Stranger Things, but I know people like the nostalgia yes. of like the Gen X mm-hmm. coming of age stuff and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And they've rebooted like what, like Full House and yeah, things. on
0: Netflix. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But this is almost like, has there been stuff with like multicam? Because Full House was a multicam. Yeah. Did they reboot that as a multi- of course they did as a multi cam, right?
0: It I believe so, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it wasn't a reboot. It was it was like the Night Court thing where it was the same characters but in the later. Present. Yeah. Later. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just I just wanted to do well. Obviously, I had such an amazing time mm-hmm. working on it and I feel lucky because I've done so many auditions. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just did so many auditions. <laughs> no, and it was like, and this was the like, <laughs> what was so funny about this one was like, I got it at noon. Mm-hmm. It was due before 5 p.m. <laughs> right. I was supposed to meet my friend, Catherine. We were going to write.
0: One of the hosts of three minute review podcast.
1: Yes. Three minute review. By the way, I saw Catherine and Mike, they were at your variety show and we had mm-hmm. dinner together before. And they were like, what if we had like a little crossover and you were on three minute review? And I was like, um, cause they've had other people on there. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I'm like whip out your microphone, but then the food came. Like, I don't know what happened, but I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I would, like, do, it. I would do it.
0: Oh wait, was, was I invited? As I'm well? sure we could do it
1: <laughs> because they by, uh, spoiler alert. They live like around, like down the street from blocks us, away. yeah. They Mere lived. Blocks down, they lived on the street from us, which I never want her to move, but that's like a whole other story. But like, <laughs> anyway, so I was supposed to meet Catherine for like we were going to write, mm-hmm. and I was like, I got this last minute audition, and I don't want to ask Paul to read it with me because he's busy, and it's. Just... I wasn't even
0: here, right? Like, where was I?
1: I know I wasn't home. No, at one point I said, "If you don't leave in the next ten minutes, (laughs) right? Like you're going, I may
0: press you into service. Yeah, you're
1: going to get roped into this." And I knew you had like a busy day. And Catherine was like, "No," I was like, "Listen, I swear I can bang this out in fifteen minutes. I know I can." Mm -hmm. And she like she directed me. By the way, and I was like, "Um, (laughs) you should be a director." Mm -hmm. And she's like, "I'm not kidding. Like I have like secret design. She's a television (laughs) writer. She's like a writer. Yeah." And, um, and i she's like, I have like secret designs. And I was like, oh, like you could totally, <laughs> totally direct mm-hmm. because she gave me like one adjustment and I was like, yeah, that's the scene. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the thing, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so I had to send it by five and then by like the next day they were like, yeah, you're working on Monday or whatever. It was like deal. a thing. Like, in a way, a, I was happy It's a happy big about deal because look, we... Happy about that.
0: The way things are right now, it used to be that you 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 get an audition, you go to a place where they are, the people that are potentially going to give you the job. Yeah. And you yeah. sit in a waiting room with other people that maybe you know or don't know, whatever. and uh, And you're in a room with... You know, when you do the audition, you
1: see your competition, you see
0: your competition, but then That's when, you, your community, when you're doing the, the way, audition,
1: your community and your competition,
0: yes. And then when you're in the audition, you're doing it with a live person. It's a real person. Um, it feels professional, Yeah. you know, and then after, because of, uh, quarantine, everything went to self tape yeah. and it's still there. And
1: I think it's feels. I think it'll never go away.
0: I can't see it coming back because I'm sure it's easier for them. Well, because people live
1: everywhere different now. Yeah,
0: yeah, but but that that's not the reason. The reason is is because now they now we have to do it ourselves and send it in.
1: Well, and also like they can get more uh, choices. They can get like, more choices. If, if it's a live day, like they might only be able to see 20 people in one day just based on like their yeah. schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they're like, we want to see 50 tapes, yeah. they can send that out and watch like and like fast exactly. forward I through. think that's
0: too many tapes by the way <laughs> but
1: i yeah it is but like but
0: so I'm so here's what I'm saying is that so we've been doing these self-tapes sending them out into the what feels like the void yeah you never hear anything back nothing <laughs> and then so for you to get something to book something not only from a self-tape but for a network show is yeah. like that's amazing
1: yeah I mean I was like I was kind of like and what was so funny is I had, like, sent in three auditions, like, the day before, like, three days before or mm-hmm. whatever. And so I was, like, still hung up on, like, I wonder, like, if I'm going to hear back from this show or yeah. this show. And then this thing came in, and it was, like, the same day. In a way, probably, like, the the fast turnaround of it mm-hmm. helped. Yeah. They probably could only request, like, so many people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I had my first callback. Over Zoom,
1: yeah, I know. I had a pro- call
0: back in a long time, and I'm so. It was by the a way, weird.
1: I, I haven't let that go because they haven't.
0: Yeah, uh, I know they
1: haven't. Fi- know. They haven't cast the project. Yet. It was. It was for. I one the, let it go.
0: One of the series regulars. I, I don't think it's happening. I for me, but um, it ain't over till it's over. But I felt it was like an audition that I felt good about. Sent the tape in, and then um, you know, they said they want to see you. You know, the producers and everything. And,
1: and the director.
0: Yeah, and so I'm in, in, my, in my little office. It's a
1: Zoom, yeah. And
0: it felt, but it felt, I felt more uncomfortable Yeah, being in a place where I am every day. Alone. I was so aware of like where the <laughs> microphone was, where my body was, yeah. you know, where I was in the frame and all that shit. And I so think weird. I did a good job. Like they gave me, I would do it. They gave me notes. I would make the adjustments and do it again. And then they would say, just so you know, like, we are we turned our sound off, but we're laughing, like it was so good and everything. It're being very oh. complimentary, yeah, yeah, but i I thought of it later, I was like, why did you don't turn your sound off like
1: <laughs> well, because they didn't want to distract you,
0: yeah, I know, but it's like i'm trust me, I won't be distracted.
1: <laughs> I just realized something as like you should have like you should have asked if you could let me read with you for that off camera oh. Well, that one of them lived with me. No, I know, but yeah, it might have been more alive if I was off, maybe, yeah, like behind the laptop, maybe, you maybe, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, know what I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: You just wanted to get back in there,
1: <laughs> okay? Full disclosure, <laughs> guys. I actually was requested to audition for the wife of this yes, part. We read
0: for husband and wife roles.
1: Husband and wife roles, and by the way, I was like, "There's no way I'm going to get a callback for this," and I didn't. But also, your audition was great. Your audition was so good, but also, like, I because I was familiar with the material, I think it would have been, it could have been more alive if we, if I had been behind the. We didn't think to ask that.
0: No, we sure didn't. We
1: didn't think to ask that. We sure did not. And I wasn't trying, like, I wasn't saying, like, so I could horn in. I
0: know, honey, I'm kidding. But just
1: so, like, you're not looking at the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm standing behind the computer, you're Mm -hmm. looking at a real person. Yeah. And I can react to it, like, if you were doing weird ad libs or whatever. yeah. I still think they would be stupid not to cast you in the part. It's such a funny script, by the way.
0: It was funny, yeah. There's a lot of funny stuff in it. Yeah.
1: They still haven't cast it. We can't probably talk about it until it's done. Do you know
0: that they still haven't cast it? Did you check recently?
1: Well, didn't you just hear like before the holiday, they're still like at a stalemate and then the holiday happened? I just can't imagine they would I feel that
0: was even before.
1: Then you should ask your agent on Monday and see if they have because... You need to not be... Because you need to tell me so I'm not thinking about it anymore.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Because I have stopped thinking about it. So yes, I'm like, I understand. I'm like
1: literally like, <laughs> oh my God, like this part would be so... Such a great showcase for Paul. It would bring him...
0: Because it's a show that's committed to series and like it's... It is one of those things that could be... uh
1: a great either, job.
0: Like permanently life changing or briefly life changing, you know? And yeah. either way it would be it would be great. It would be a great job. Because me too, I want to be on a series, you know? Yeah. Like I would love to just go to Wait, the series. Wait, is that really
1: like day. your same dream? Like do you have the same yeah. dream as me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my dream has always been that dream and I have never been able to achieve it, but I'm not giving up because it can happen at any point, you and never you're know. like as an actor. It's not like being a dancer. Yeah, when you're a dancer, you have to like pivot because physically or an athlete yes. or something yeah. because your body can sort of break down on you. Yeah. But as an actor or a painter or a writer mm-hmm. per se, those are certain or art forms where like e- like your wisdom sometimes can even be an asset mm-hmm. you know yeah um and i'm not like i'm not trying to denigrate athletes or 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 dancers it's just no, a well very, that's, it's that's like a hard they,
0: that's why they go into like coaching choreography. Or choreography because that's where their wisdom is the asset yeah yes
1: although some dancers get to dance really old like barishnikov or like mm-hmm. you know or like miss misty um missy elliott No, (laughs) Misty Misty Copeland Copeland has done well, like sort of like advertising, like being a dancer and what it's like to be different as a, you know, and like older and, but like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, my point is, my point is (laughs) as an actor, you can't, you can't give up. Like you have to sort of stay.
0: Yeah. You never know.
1: You, you just to, never know. It's, you have to stay in the game.
0: Yeah. It's an unpredictable business. And, you know, it, what? it I would love to, to be on a series so I could have that to plan other things around as opposed to constantly looking at a calendar and trying to figure out the <laughs> the 500 different things that I'm going to do, you know?
1: I just want to be on a series because, like... As, like, coming from theater, like, I like the collaborative, yeah, it's like, team nature of it. Yeah. And I love television. I think mm-hmm. television, I don't think we've reached the, like, it hasn't jumped the shark yet. We're still talking about shows. There are still shows that are, like, you know surpassing our expectations.
0: Yeah. Oh no, there's still good TV. I don't, I don't think TV as a medium is going to, I mean, you, you could argue that the jumping the shark is the, the billion different platforms that we have right now, you know, where it's just too much. It's just
1: too much. It's too much.
0: And it's diminishing returns because I feel like now, now there's so much stuff that, that some of the bigger places are doing things that are not necessarily, um, that good anymore.
1: Do you know what it's like in a weird way? is like inflation. Mm-hmm. Like how like there's too much, I guess, I don't know. I'm not an economist. Too much currency in the economy maybe. It becomes devalued. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the Fed, for example, has to step in mm-hmm. and like put all of these like brakes on mm-hmm. it. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So like we need this with like television content.
0: Well, the way that's going to happen is things will collapse. You know what I mean?
1: How though? Because it seems like they're or, or like they'll gobble each other up. Like they'll be For like, sure. Like, yes,
0: it will be more. It'll become more consolidated. This yeah. will buy that and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I feel like are we eventually moving back to. Uh, you know, a live, four
1: channels, like you know a, what I mean? a like a like a terrestrial, yeah, like a like a um, yeah. Not four channels, but oh, but it would still be streaming in terms of like it won't be live. Like when we had the four channels, everyone watched on the same schedule, right? Streaming, we can watch yes. on any schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But
0: I think I I guess I mean that it's going to be more consolidated. And it's going to be like. You know, when, when streamers started doing like, oh, instead of releasing all the episodes at the same time, we're going to release them weekly. And people liked that. You know what I mean?
1: Because it was... Uh,
0: they had something to look forward to. Yeah,
1: something to look forward you to. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's
0: fun. It is fun. Yeah. It is fun knowing like, oh, Tuesday we're going to watch this show that we like, you know? Um so I well, think like, that
1: right now we're, we're enjoying the um, only murders in the building, yeah. which is on Hulu and it comes out in a schedule on a schedule. Yeah. And so we're kind of like, Oh my gosh, there's a new episode of yeah. only murders it's in the fun. building tonight. And we love it because it's like Steve Martin and Martin short, which we talked about earlier, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But um, yeah, I also think that um, it's, it's just not, uh, I lost my thought.
1: Well, you're saying like what it's going to be, like, what is it going to be?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think that this, this model can't last forever because people can't keep subscribing to a million different platforms. No. And the cutthroat nature of, you know, they, they know that everybody can't subscribe to all of them. Right. And so that you can't keep that up forever.
1: And yet people still <laughs> keep like introducing new I know. ones. I know. And you're like, what? I know. And there's still a cable model. There's still the cable model with advertisers and news and, like, football games and baseball games and awards shows and all of that stuff. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's so, like, saturated and flooded. And also, oh, and by the way, this is, like, inside baseball. Sorry. But, like, I saw someone and I, 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 like, retweeted. It was, like, a month ago. But... I think this is true, and my like our industry friends, if we have any that listen to this, can tell us that the WGA stuff, the Writers Guild of America, yeah, that that contract, like, I think it comes up like next year again, Mm -hmm. and it's really like the big questions around streaming because the way the streaming model has worked and I don't speak well to this, but like if you want to get deep on Twitter, you can follow like screenwriting Twitter or whatever. (laughs) But like the way this, if you want
0: unsolicited advice,
2: definitely follow screenwriting.
1: (laughs) If you want like essentially like the way the streaming model has worked is it has started to like devalue journeyman artists over time. Yeah. Not necessarily Shonda Rhimes or Ryan Murphy. Or,
0: But they're not journeymen
2: anymore. That's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you're Shonda Rhimes or Ryan Murphy, like, you're cleaning up. Right. Like, you're doing well. Right. But if you're journeymen and you're, like, creating shows for people to watch, mm-hmm. they're, like, the contracts are becoming more and more, like, you can't, there's no stability. They can't retain you. They don't retain you. They don't yeah. like retain your writers. They're not paying
0: you enough money to to do just that.
1: And what a weird like byproduct of all of this is that I was reading about is that uh, the writers that are coming up in the in the ranks, mm-hmm. they're not learning how to show run. Right. So like they all of a sudden they're like put in the, on these shows mm-hmm. and they don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why some of the content is suffering.
0: But why are they? Why are they being? I, I don't understand the connection. They're not writing long enough to get the experience to showrun, and they're just being made showrunners. Yes, and so
1: I think so because I think what is happening is they're not writing long enough. To showrun and they're like hopping around from show to show and they're they're not like on long running shows where they're apprenticing under right. these showrunners no, because right. the contracts will expire and then they'll get picked up on another show and then they'll sell something. Right. And there's so much content they have to make showrunners out of people. Right. At some point. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And so there's this weird like sort of brain drain going on because they're trying to save money. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what it always comes back And yeah. so like there, all this stuff is coming up next year mm-hmm. and someone tweeted and I actually retweeted it um, and they were like, shit's going to hit the fan in 2023 because all of this affects all the other guilds, mm-hmm. like the writer's guild stuff. And they, they're like the best way for all of it to get sorted out in a fair compensation way Mm -hmm. and back to, like, a sustainable model as opposed to, like, freelance here and freelance there and, like, hopping around and, like, begging for gigs is to all go kind of, like, sag producers, directors all, like, band together and fucking go on strike. Like, they're – like, someone was, like, basically predicting – That it's all going to come to like a screeching halt Mm -hmm. next year, and I thought that sounded to me like, well, of course it is. I mean, it's of course it's going to come to head. All I see online is like people bitching about trying to be a TV writer, and it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same um, trade anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no stability. There's no. If you're
0: a fan of reality TV, some good times ahead for you.
1: I thought some of that stuff moved to. To Union... Un, so no. They'll figure out a way. They'll
0: figure out a way. Anyway, we should wrap up.
1: That's how the reality TV boom sort of started yeah, in the, the first place strike. was yeah. in 2007. Yeah.
0: Do you have any... That's what I'm saying. Do you have any recommendations for the world? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? I love this show. It comes on sometimes. It's called The January 6th Committee. <laughs> 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 I did just binge a show on Netflix and I mm. hesitate to recommend it because I think I read that they're taking it off Netflix this month.
0: Oh my God. Well, you better hurry.
1: <laughs> no, I, I watched it six episodes. No, I'm talking to the
0: audience, to the so, listeners.
1: So um, like Paget recommended it to me and I did, I binged all six. It's called Two Summers. It's like some Dutch show and it's like a mystery and I totally binged it and I was like, this shit is like one would end and Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I have to see the next one kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, I hate to recommend that because I think it's taking, taking it off Netflix. Well, they got time. (laughs) (laughs) This is your warning. And then other than that, I don't know. What do you, tell me what you're recommending. Um,
0: I want to recommend RRR, which I really enjoyed. Um, does it show? That was a movie that we watched. The Indian movie.
1: Oh, my God. I totally forgot the name of it. Because (laughs) the name of it didn't match the movie. It
0: kind of didn't. Yeah. It didn't really come into play.
1: I forgot we watched that and we really liked it.
0: Yeah. It was really fun. Because we talked
1: about it with like Scott and them when Um, we watched. What was that? Doctor Strange. We watched Doctor Strange. In the Multiverse of
0: Madness, which I also really enjoyed. It was really fun. It's it's Sam Raimi directed it and I it starts out I think I fell out, asleep
1: for 5 minutes Sure. Night. You're allowed.
0: <laughs> starts out as a Marvel movie and then it becomes a Sam Raimi movie and it's really fun and trippy and I enjoyed it. And last it night cute. last night we watched Girls Trip. We uh, Girls yeah, Girls Night Out? What was girls it called? Trip. Girls Trip, which we had never seen. And it was fucking. I was
1: researching something, and I was glad I did. Yeah, actually, it was
0: really funny and really wild. I, like that movie's bananas.
1: I cannot believe I missed that movie because I remember when it came out, and I was like, I want to see that movie. Yeah,
0: and people were saying great things about it, and then we it just slipped no, through the cracks huge, for us. It
1: was a huge movie,
0: but it's it's wild and it's really funny. If you if you've never seen it, like us, uh,
2: check it also, out. also
1: like Tiffany Haddish is so she's so funny, adorably funny.
2: Yeah,
1: like. Also, like when I was watching her performance in my mind, I was filling in, mm-hmm. like in my mind, I was like, Oh, I bet she's trying to crack up like her co-stars. <laughs> like I I feel like she was like at like she would be like, Oh, this didn't crack up my co-star and I'm gonna mm. do this now, and now I'm gonna do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like to try to crack them up or something. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like it was just a very it was a very we should see
0: if there's a blooper reel out there because I bet it's fun.
1: it was a really fun movie too because it took place in like New Orleans mm-hmm. and I really enjoy New Orleans. But yeah. it had sort of like a celebration New Orleans side to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Didn't you think? Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was really fun.
1: It was kind of long, weirdly long, for, long. for what it was. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I don't No, know.
1: I didn't mind it. Like we we rented it. We rented it because you know
0: that was the only way we. That was the only way we could, see it. Way
1: we could see it. And <laughs> I, I had to see it for a specific reason, but like, yeah. Um, and then, are you listening to any like podcasts or anything?
0: I don't think anything new that I haven't recommended already.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like,
0: I'm trying to think. I think we're good. I think we're good. We recommended some stuff. Okay, we're- look, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next month.
1: You can email us at stayofhomkins at gmail.com. Some of the we've gotten some good emails. There's actually one I need to return an answer to because there was like an ask. All right. And then we're we'll stayofhomkins we on, on Twitter, Twitter
0: and Instagram. Um, we're and here. Paul's
1: going on a big tour in August, he yes, Comedy Bang Bang that.
0: tour in August. Uh, check out and see if we're coming to a town a year. We're hitting a lot of cities. August first through the twenty eighth. Um. So uh, check that out. Paul dot com slash live has all my live dates.
1: Some people were like, oh, my God, because like sp- you specifically weren't doing Seattle because you have a obligation. I have a personal obligation. And someone was like, aren't you doing Portland? Like, can't they just go to Portland? People who were upset oh. that you weren't doing P- Seattle.
2: Yeah. And want... then
1: someone was like, but aren't you doing Portland?
2: We're doing
0: two <laughs> shows in Portland.
1: And then they were like, why don't they just fucking take the two hour flight? to portland or whatever <laughs> and i was like well you got to take that up with the all of tompkins fans
0: that's that you you figure that out amongst yourselves everybody and
1: but, then also like you just did varietopia at Lodge Room, and that's going to be online isn't it
0: yes it's being edited right now and then it'll be up online so you Which, can check it out on i'm Zimeo. so
1: psyched about that because it was actually a really fun show really and fun show. um you sang i'm not gonna say what you sang
0: a song that was a favorite of yours. And it was, was a
1: favorite of mine. I looked
0: at you in the audience. A
1: lot of people were very excited about it because then we ran into people at the Hollywood Bowl that were like, <laughs> That's right. Oh my God, we've been singing that song all weekend. And <laughs> then someone posted about it on Instagram and the person who wrote the song mm-hmm. reposted it. Yeah. So you will have to, once we get all of that up, um, which is on your Vimeo yes. profile, Yes. Once it goes up. That's correct. Please keep an eye out for the live variety That's show. Check correct. out comedy bing bing. And until then, stay, stay, safe, stay safe, stay sane, and, and stay,
2: stay strong. strong.